0: however it comes out to be today I got some notes instead of electronically today I just went ahead and printed them out (coughs) started using my iPad that I actually won from work and it was a little hard to get it to the right font so I had to go a little old school today just print print my notes out we want to Read from the book of uh, Numbers, if I could direct your attention to the book of Numbers today, chapter 21. We're going to be reading verses 4 through 9. If you wouldn't mind, just go ahead and stand for the reading of the word in honor and reverence and respect to God. If you haven't, say amen. Amen. If you see it on there, say amen to you. Amen. The book of Numbers, chapter 21, verses four through nine. Before I read that, this the setting of the scripture today is such that the man of God, Moses, in this time was leading the people out of Egypt into the land of promise into the land of Canaan the Bible describes it as a land flowing with milk and honey in essence signifying the many blessings of the land that God had given to his people but in order to get from point A to point B you have to take a journey to get there yeah. not everything happens overnight right, Amen. right. Amen. sometimes there's a journey <laughs> yes yeah. and in this journey today we call life
1: Amen. yeah
0: just as just as god was using the prophet the man of god moses to lead the people Out of Egypt and into the promised land. God is leading us from our past life of sin into the land of promise and what we would today call heaven. He's taking us from the past forward. In the book of Numbers chapter 21 starting with verse 4. It says, And they journeyed from Mount Or by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. And the people spake against God and against Moses right. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in a wilderness? For there is no bread. Neither is there any water, and our soul loatheth this light bread. Verse 6 and, and it says, And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much of the and much people of Israel died. All right. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned. Yeah. For we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. In verse 8, it says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent. You might stop and think, Well, we just got bit by a fiery serpent. Now God's telling the man of God to make a fiery serpent. And he says, And set it on a pole, and it shall come to pass, that everyone that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. Verse 9 says, And Moses made a serpent of brass, just as God instructed him to do, and put it on a pole, and it came to pass. That if a serpent had bitten any man when he beheld the servant of brass, he lived. I want to read another passage of scripture, it's found in the book of John. It directly ties into this. The book of John, chapter three. And this is a a chapter that a lot of people like to quote. A verse or two down, but they don't read what happens before. And they take one scripture and read it all by itself. But this directly ties in to the book of Numbers. Jesus was talking to Nicodemus here. And it goes on in John chapter 3, verse 14. He says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life if you believe it will lead you to the next step and then the next step and the next step so I'm not going to get in to doctrine right now. I think we all know that there's one God um, and there's no debate about that. A lot of people like to quote John chapter three, verse 16, and says all you have to do is believe, but believe is just the start of it, which leads to repentance, which leads to baptism, which leads to the filling of the Holy Ghost. Why don't we go ahead and put our Bibles aside? We're gonna go ahead and pray and ask that God would bless the service, that God would speak to us tonight. God,
1: we worship you, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you, oh God. Lord, we worship you, God. Hallelujah. We come before your presence, oh God, today with thanksgiving in our hearts. And we enter your courts with praise, oh God, today. Oh Lord, we humbly ask, oh God you would come down, O oh Lord, in the service tonight. That you would speak to us, O oh God, today. Hallelujah. A demonstration of your power would be made manifest in the service tonight. God, we praise you and we worship you and we magnify you, O oh Lord. Oh, we glorify you, Lord, today. For thou art God and beside you there is none. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you Hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, thank you Jesus. The title of my message tonight that I feel that God has given me is actually a question, and the question is who are you looking at? Come on! Who are you looking at? We read in this scripture in the book of Numbers we find that as Moses, the man of God, led the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt and into the promised land. They couldn't just get there overnight, but they had to take a journey. In the land of Edom, I found out that it was a desert place. Definitely a wilderness that the Bible describes that the people of Israel had to travel through for 40 years. It describes another passage of the Bible. The people of Israel had to go through the wilderness for 40 years. And they became discouraged because probably of many things it was a dry place. They were We're in a desert, probably not too many, probably not any trees, just but a few cactuses and some wild animals out there. And in life, we can feel the same way. We can think sometimes, God, I thank you for taking me out of my old lifestyle. I thank you for taking me out of sin, out of bondage. Out of slavery. Whereas the Bible describes one of the apostles saying, In essence, I wanted to do right, but I couldn't. Yeah. And God took us out of bondage. He took out took us out of slavery, of sin. Maybe not literal literal slavery, like many years ago was the case, but we're in slavery to sin, to our own flesh. We couldn't do right, we couldn't overcome this flesh because God wasn't in our lives. And so, while there's, there are many, there's certain many things that we could sit here and preach on just by way of the journey that Moses led the people of Israel through. I wanted to focus in on the question, who are you looking at? There are several sayings in the world today, and I'm sure you've heard many of them, probably all of them that I'm about to say. Sayings such as, you are what you eat. You become who you surround yourself with. Right. Who you spend time with is who you become. But I want to tell you, something from a slightly different perspective in that who you are modeling your life after will determine your ultimate destiny for the young people it may be social media maybe Instagram Facebook, Snapchat who we're following who we're looking at what kind of videos we're looking at on YouTube, yeah. whatever it may be. There are a lot of quote-unquote celebrities out there that, in the world, is nothing but a bunch of filth to look at it as examples to how to live a life. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, right. And if we're not careful, as young people. And even as adults, we tend to look to those and if we're not careful, our flesh will start to get the best of us and we start to adore those people for whatever reason it might be, whether it be riches, fame, status, whatever it is that you may think that you want because you think that's where it is in life. If I have a lot of money, I'm gonna be happy. Everybody's gonna like me, and I'm sure they will like you, just as long as you have money. Yeah. And so we have to be careful who we put our eyes upon, who we look to for guidance, for wisdom, for direction. You might say, well, I'm not really looking to anyone. I'm not really modeling my life after anyone. And I would say, oh, really? Let's take a look at your bank account. Let's take a look at how you spend your time every day. When you come home from school or you come home from work, what are you doing with your time? How often, how much time are you actually spending now? Are you in front of that old thing that the devil likes to use? To be quite honest, it's a piece of junk and that's called the TV. Are you spinning your life away in front of something that you, once you actually sit down and look at this box TV, or even if yeah. you watch it on your computer, you could still have TV on your computer.
1: Yeah.
0: Your brain's not even working because you're just sitting there being entertained. And you're letting everything that comes out of that screen, whether it's a computer or TV, just come into your mind. Yes. Right. And it's just filling your mind. and It's just filling your whole self. And I know that may be a touchy subject for some, but I honestly feel that something I was praying, I couldn't quite let go of. And so we can't allow things to get in our lives that will restrict the full moving of God in our lives. We cannot allow things to get in our path from reaching a hold and getting a hold of everything that God has for us. Not settling for something less but getting all and obtaining all that God has for us. You know there's an old story whether it's legend or real. That's the story of the Trojan horse. How the Greeks used this giant statue Wooden, if you will. And gave it as a trophy to the city called Troy. And no doubt the city, the people in the city of Troy celebrated. They were happy. They were given this giant trophy. Oh, it looks so magnificent. It looked so great. Wow, we got this big old trophy we're going to welcome into our city. Look at us. And... So they took this big statue, this Trojan horse, this wooden Trojan, Trojan horse, into their city. They opened the gates, and it was carted on wheels and pulled by a giant rope from the top to pull it alongside it into the city. And they opened the city gates, and the statue made its way into the city, and then they closed the doors. And they... As the day went on, the day became night and naturally people fell asleep because that's something that's normal to do at night. And what they hadn't realized that this just wasn't any statue, this wasn't just any supposed trophy that they were given, but it was a tool that the Greeks used, that they were going to use to overtake and destroy the city of Troy, and so at night time, lo and behold, there was actually fine warriors, fine Greek warriors, that had been encased in the statue, the horse, st- the statue, and as night time went on, they inched their way out of the statue and opened the gates of the city. And lo and behold, the whole flood of the Greek army came in and overthrew the city. I'm not going to stay on it too long, but I would just say that that's exactly what the TV is. It's a Trojan horse. We can... Brush it off and say this or that. I know there's a lot of somewhat reasonable, you might think, reasonable excuses, or however in which you may you might say it. You know, it's just for the kids, it's just for cartoons. I, I'm careful about what I watch, but the Bible lets us know that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. That substance, that yeast that they put into bread to allow it to rise is the same principle of what I'm describing of the Trojan horse. If we're not careful, we can allow things to come into our lives, to come into our home, and pretty soon unbeknownst mm-hmm. to us it overtakes our families right. and can be a tool I'm not saying the tool but can be a tool that causes family division amen amen God God. Praise God. Praise God. Hebrews 12, 12 verse 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, the cross was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, symbolizing power. there are a lot of things that I had thought to say but perhaps this will be somewhat of a short message tonight Okay, good. if I could just leave you with that one thought always keep in mind from the young people to the oldest who are you looking at and who are you modeling your life after. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6 verses 13 it says wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and have done all to stand. But you gotta put on the armor of God.
1: Yes, please,
0: God. And when we allow things into our lives That they separate us from God. We are shedding, we are taking off the armor of God and allowing ourselves to be an open target to the enemy, to the devil, to attack us. But if you put on the whole armor of God, you are able to withstand the attacks of the devil. And some of you might say, I'm doing that. But I still don't know what's going on. I would say it's captured in that last verse and having done all to stand. In Isaiah chapter 40 verses 31 gives reinforcement to that. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk. And not faint, so we know that God will never fail us. Amen. Why don't we go and just stand
1: Hallelujah. today? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
0: That wasn't a fiery preaching today. Maybe a sobering thought. But I think the principle of what we just, what we talked about, what we preached about tonight will serve us all well, including myself. So if you wouldn't mind standing right where you are, why don't you go and just lift up your hands. Why don't we just take a few moments and begin to pray. Hallelujah. Ask God to renew us in our minds, to renew us in our hearts,
1: to renew us in our spirit today. God, we worship you. We praise you, Lord. And we make. Sure Lord, oh, help us to keep our eyes fixed upon you, O oh God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, that your perfect will be done in our lives, O oh God. In Jesus' name.
0: Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, oh, you're all dismissed. Thank you. Amen. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you, God.